Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Slime and Good Times podcast. I'm your host, Walker, and today we'll be discussing the Pens, football, and specifically uh, the Steelers draft, the Titans draft, Lamar Jackson deal. Where is he going to go? Uh, quarterback ranks in the NFL, probably our top five, top ten. Uh, we'll talk about the WWE and upcoming WrestleMania. We'll talk about day one and day two in detail. And, as always, I have my good friend, Jared. Not always, always, but, you know, this is the first time on the podcast. Not as always, first time. First time. Uh, we have my friend Jared, you know, good guy. What up? Good guy. Say hi, Jared. What up? Uh, we'll be talking about him, you know, what's going on with him. You know, we'll talk about his wrestling career as... Carter J. Collins. Go see him at, what is it, IWC? IWC in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. You might see Mark Madden, if you know who that is, big guy. Go see my favorite wrestler, Glenn Spector. But we'll start with the Pens today. Um, do you want to start with their loss at the Red Wings or the win against the Predators? I mean, we're going to have to start with the loss at the Red Wings, okay. which is not great. No, like, I watched that. I, I had a lacrosse game, um, and after the game, I go to my girlfriend, and I'm like, give me your phone. And she's like, what? I'm like, I need your phone. And I grab it. I type in ESPN real quick. And I see we're down 3 nothing. I'm like, all right, we just lost this game in my lacrosse game. So we just lost my lacrosse game. We're losing against the Red Wings. I was like, if we lose this game, my night's schmeckled. My night's been schmeckled. And uh, get home. I, I think I changed. Take me a minute to get changed. I come in my room. We're on a pa- uh, Zucker scores in between me Checking the 3-0 and me getting my fraternity house. Zucker scores. Shocker. And then it's 3-1. We go in the power play. And then it's a 5-on-3. Score there. 3-2. And I think we score again on the power play, like right after, because we got another one. And um, so it's 3-3. Like, okay, we, we're hot right now. Had a great second period. And then we blow it. Casey Smith looked terrible late in the game. Um, and it just wasn't good. You know, you can't, you want to make the playoffs. You can't lose to bad teams. Can't lose to the bad teams. Especially when the Panthers are, like, on your door. You're, they're one point behind you. You're one tr- point behind, still one point behind you. Still, because they beat the, they beat the Habs. Still one point behind you. And then you're, you're down against the Islanders in game. You should have not lost the Islanders this year. If you look at those games, overtime games, Blown leads. I was at the most recent Islanders game with Shay, uh, where we blew a three-one lead with six minutes to go. There's six minutes to go. Uh, do they get the power play? I think it was the power play. They get a power play goal, go three-two, pull a goalie, score, go to overtime, break away. I was one of the most frustrated games I've seen. It, it, only if we would have lost, you know, like going down the stretch, like, oh, like we score, they score, they score, you know, that's fine. Like losing sucks, but like you battled. Um, but losing three one with six minutes to go, you can't have, you can't lose to that. No, and it seems like a lot of the times now, and you know, listening to the other sports radio talk show hosts, it's it's it makes a lot of sense that the way they're playing now doesn't work with the team that they have. And Mike Sullivan is not changing the way that they're playing to match the makeup of the team. He's trying to still play as the 2016 champions. 
and you know six years ago seven years ago completely different team you know you only have three four of those people from that team on this team and you're relying on those those three to four people but it's not working which is obvious in your seven to four loss against the red wings when you give up three in the first period you give up three in the last period and that seems to be a recurring issue. I think you gave up four in the last period. I think it was 3-3 going into the third. Yeah, it would have been 3-3 going in the third. And it's just, we can always talk about how great of a group of guys we have on the team. The core. We yeah. can talk about that. But at the end of the day, what is your defensive team doing? You can't rely on Tanger to be the only defensive men on your team to try and stop the goals and the players trying to get onto your side of the ice. Yeah. And he has not looked good here lately. Uh, he's had, I think, going past back, going back to the past two weeks, he's had a few games where just turnover. He makes a turnover, and it's a immediate goal. And you're like, you can't have that. I mean, that's what happens when you're playing 25, 30 minutes of yeah, ice time that, per game. And I think that's one of those things that Sully doesn't, in my opinion, trust the other defensive men that he has on the team. Well, at the same time is Jan Ruda. Before, before I think, two games ago, Jan Ruda's hurt. Petrie's hurt. Kulikov's hurt. Pedersen's hurt. Are your four of your six starting defensemen are not playing? So you 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 have Ruedel. You had Taylor Fadoon in. I like Mark Friedman. We'll get to that later. I think Mark Friedman should stay in the bot in in the bottom pairing or in the defense right now. That's what he brings every night because he shoots the puck from the point. He hits people, and he fights people. He might not be the guy that you want to fight people, but I will take that energy boost over nothing. I mean, yeah, that energy boost is good, but you don't really have that in hockey anymore. You, you know, you don't have know. The, you don't have those enforcers coming out anymore. Um, you know, it's really turned into let's just play the game, and when a cheap shot happens, then we have a problem. But uh, most of the time it's just, you know, a good hit here, good hit there. And that's it. But at the same time, you know, we we have to talk about the goalies and the goalie yeah. situation. Ugh, no. We'll get to that, I guess, with the Preds because we because Christian Tristan, Tristan Jari came out on. Oh, I mean, he came out had a shutout. So we'll talk about more of the, the goalie situation like with the Preds. But I want to bring up um, kind of like a, a little stat line here against the loss of the Red Wings. Uh, Zucker, Archibald, Carter, and Gensel scored. And then for assists, Malkin had two, Raquel had two, Rust had one, and O'Connor had one. Wait. Yeah, O'Connor had one. Archibald had that goal. But no, now on to the win against the Preds. I don't know if you got to catch that game. Were you busy? You didn't get to catch it? I did not get to watch the game yesterday. I was busy training. Gotcha. Um, but it was one of those, it was almost, it was eerily similar to the game the last time these two teams faced, what, a month ago was it? Um, where it was 0-0 basically the entire game until Sidney Crosby scores a goal, and Zucker sneaks one in, and then it's empty netter. But this game, you know, we 0-0 going in in the second. Zucker scores the first goal um, on, a, on a really good pass from Dumoulin. Malkin had it past Dumoulin. Guy on Dumoulin tried to do the little dive trick. Literally just toe-dragged it around him. Zucker's right there and just taps it in. It was a great goal. Um, and then going late in the, I think, 
maybe it was a third. Uh, Gensel go in the power play because of a, a dumb decision against the Predators. Well, they, what they did. Um, power play, face-off win, goes to Malkin. No, goes to Latang to Raquel. Raquel, like, shoots it or puts it on the net, and Gensel's there for deflection. So it was it was a good 45-shot game, score two. Soros is making incredible saves. But what I want to talk about is my guy, Tristan Jari. Comes back after a week and a day, I think, of not playing. Pitches a shutout. And people are going to say, like, well, it's the Predators. A shutout's a shutout. I mean, yeah, we talk about a shutout being a shutout, a win being a win. Especially, you know, we, can, we can say that, but at the same time, could the Pens have gone against a fully healthy Preds team? And could they have won? Did they win because that's what I'm, that, your three I, best players are out? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Your four best players are out of the line. Because they didn't have Duchesne. They didn't have Yossi. They didn't have Forsberg. I don't know who else I'm missing. There's Just, another one. Tanner Janot, right? I think, was not There's there. There's another one. I can't think. But, um, you know, is that something that Jari could have done? Is that something that the defensive men could have done to keep the puck out of the zone? We don't know. Don't know. This is what we had. Yep. Pens won. They were able to get two in. Great job. And if if Tristan Jari can not obviously put a shutout every night because it's nearly impossible. If he can play to the way he did against the Predators in general, just being himself and like just you know shots coming in, stopping shots, essentially what we need him to do, which sounds obvious enough for a goalie. But if you've watched the Preds in the last month, month and a half, two months since the Winter Classic. They feel like they can't stop easy shots, and just things just flutter in, and you're like, "Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a crap ton of shots that you see that seem like they'd be an easy stoppage, and it's just what are you doing? Yeah, what's happening? Um, with with contract situations coming up in the offseason, you have limited cap already because Ron Hextall, who I'm surprised is being mentioned for the first time, like I'm surprised we've just now mentioned him. <laughs> Um, with I think I think a terrible trade for Granlin. He's twenty nine, a five mil cap hit. I didn't like the trade. I still don't like the trade. He's he's shown nothing since coming on the team. No, um, Kulikov. Same deal, man. I I I think he might have be up at the end of the year. I'm not sure. But Hextall just not putting us in a position to win. And when Mike Sullivan's basically begging you, hey, I want this defenseman. You give up those first-round picks. Because as long as you have the core, you're not tanking. You're not going for a lottery pick. You're going for playoffs. You're going for cups. Exactly. And we've had this conversation before. Of We have. We've had the conversation of how much longer are these three going to be here and at what point are you going to start looking for your next franchise yep. player. And I think right now you can't say it's in the next one, two, three years. The way they're playing, way, way that my the the way that Crystal Tang has played all season, I think he's been very clutch in overtime situations, late game situations. The way Malkin has played with him having what is that? A lot of points, basically twenty five goals, fifty three assists. You can do the math. I think that's what seventy eight points. And the way Crosby's been. He hasn't aged. You you can't you, when you watch. You're not you're not like that's a 35 year old man who's been in the league since he was 18 years old. Exactly. Like they're still showing up. 
They're still they showing won't. up. They're still getting their points. And they're it's, still it's, getting the goals and assists. And it's the bottom six that's killing us, you know? And that's that's one of the things is, do we have the correct line? I, I don't Are think so. the lines correct I enough do not think so. to where someone like Granlin is using the other two people in his line so all three of them can get the best scoring chances? What I would do for that, for lines, is I think the first line is obvious. Gensel, Crosby, Raquel. You have to keep it. Can't change it. Well, you have changed it. Russ is now on first line. And it's and he's just he's way below his expected goals average. Second line, this might this might this is gonna be kind of not really controversial, but I think it's Zucker, Malkin, Nylander. No. I liked Nylander when he came and played. I liked it. And then third line, I think it should be Granlin. Trying to think who else. Granlin, O'Connor, Rust. O'Connor at left wing, Granlin at center, Russ at the right wing. And then, unfortunately, you might not like this, but Carter at center, Paling at left wing, Archibald at right wing. Whatever. I mean... Because, like, as much as I don't like Jeff Carter, and I've told you how many times I want us to shoot him to the moon... I think you can change up the third and fourth line many different ways. You can, and that's the whole thing, is, like, you got to flip it around and find the chemistry that works... I don't, and they haven't found the chem, the chemistry for the third and fourth line. And that's crazy because there's eight games left in the season. Seven now. Seven. And it's just, we can't find it. But with the win at Preds, you know, Zucker scored, you know, Gensel scored, Malkin, Dumoulin, Raquel, what thing assist. Um, going into my last question for our pen segment, can Jake get to 40 goals? He's at 34 now. You got seven games. We know what kind of hot streaks Jake can do. We know what kind of empty net goals Jake gets. Can he have? Can he score a goal a game basically the rest of the game? Can he average a goal a game the rest of the way? I want to say yes. I do too. Because you, if you're looking at the schedule of who they're playing, it's kind of favorable. Exactly. So you know, yesterday we were. The hope is five to three, five five wins, three losses mm-hmm. is the hope to stay in the playoffs for the rest of the season. Now we're back at, uh, what, four and two? Yeah. We, we have you know, four more wins to, to pretty much make it happen. Um, but, I mean, you know, you're going against the Flyers coming up. You're going against the Red Wings again coming up. And you're going against Columbus coming up. Mm-hmm. I, Those I, three should be wins of the four. Those should be your easy wins. And I don't understand why... Jake can't get goals in those. They should be easy goals. Jake can get goals, and I think he will get goals. Um, So we're going to take a break. Uh, Once we come back, we'll be talking about the Steelers and the Titans drafts and how that's going to affect everything. In the draft, what do you do? How do you do it? It's very difficult to wonder what the Steelers are going to do. I did read the news rumor earlier that they are tempted to trade up mm. for the first round. Obviously, we don't know how true that is, but it doesn't surprise me. The Steelers is that type of organization where it's a family. Basically, once you're there, you don't leave. Unless you go crazy like Antonio Brown. Exactly. Or like Le'Veon Bell. Um, you know, if you're, not, if you're not performing the way that the Steelers have the the set performance that they want from you, then you are going to get traded like Juju, right? So you're going to get rid of Juju. Juju left in contracts. 
because well yeah but I mean they didn't want to hire they didn't want to sign him again Mr. TikTok boy so it's like if you don't perform to the way that Tomlin wants you to perform you're out Tomlin is a defensive guy he cares more about defense and offense however it's been a problem for the offensive line for years and I think you need to focus on the O-line. There's way too many sacks. There's way too many There's way too many close calls, way too many rushes. You have to get that O-line to be able to stop those rushers coming in from all the defenses in the league. And the best thing that the Steelers really do is wide receivers. They're great at drafting wide receivers. They've always been great at drafting wide receivers. That's just been their thing. But now... Where do you go from here? But Jared, Jordan Addison's available. You could you could do like Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. I mean, I it's it's one of those things where you don't really know where to go. You don't know what to do, um, and it seems like the big rumor is going to be that they're going to get um, Porter, you know, Joey Porter's son, and I don't know how many people care about that. And it's it you you got to focus on the O line, and it's just not it's not there. And being a Steelers fan my entire life, being able to witness two Super Bowls, fantastic. But at the same time, not being able to make the playoffs for the first time since you were basically born is very weird yeah. as a Steelers fan because my entire life they've been in the playoffs. Have they lost? Yes, but just like the Pens, ever since I've been a fan, they've made the playoffs. And it could be the year that they don't. You're crazy. So first year, first year as a fan, and I'm like, great. <laughs> it's just this is the one year, huh? The I, there to me, there's nothing good in this draft that the Steelers can get. I don't think that there's anything worthwhile for the Steelers to be able to get in the draft. I would recommend trading their picks for players and or moving up in the draft okay. to get somebody that they may be able to trade later. Okay, um, so. I'll go with mine for the Titans. Um, I I think our whole draft revolves around one big revolving door, and it's the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes. We've been we had this at one point we had the second best odds according to sports books in Vegas to get Lamar Jackson. I think we I think I saw something we need to clear up like twenty four million cap. I'm like, because I think if we get Lamar. Then we go wide receiver and draft. But if we don't get Lamar, it's like one of those things. Like if we get Lamar, I don't know how I feel about it. I'd be really excited because like that's a MVP type quarterback that can transcend your offense, whether you hate him or not. Um, we fixed some of our O line problems. Like we got Andre Dillard at left tackle. We keep MPF our our second. He'll be our second year player from Ohio State. We got it last year. Uh, we signed. So, uh, we signed a guard, Ben Jones. So, like, our whole offensive line is shuffling. So, it's like, if we don't get Lamar, we're going to, I think we should go tackle or someone that could play tackle guard because we need that. We need Tannehill to stay healthy if we're not going for Lamar. Um, but if we go for Lamar, I feel like our offensive line doesn't have to be that great because he can he can maneuver. He, he's fast. He can, you know, if the pocket breaks down, he can slip through crevices and he can go make a play. But he needs wide receivers. And we have a terrible wide receiver core. Well, I mean, once you trade away your players. Dude, I, I remember last year when I was working at Cricket. And, you know, obviously, 
I had to watch the Pat McAfee draft spectacular. So I'm watching that. I get home. I put it on my computer. I'm sitting there. I'm, I'm eating because I need to scoff work. And I hear a rumor. Not even, not even a rumor. It's breaking news that <laughs> at first, I think it first came off that we traded up to the 18th spot or whatever it was. It's like, oh, let's go. And then they announced as A.J. Brown, and I, like, got so mad. Because, like, A.J. Brown was going through a contract dispute with us, and I was like, we're going to keep him. Like, he, he wants to be a Titan. I think everyone else here wants to be a Titan. Then we traded him. Oh, I hated it. I was so – because I had an A.J. Brown jersey. I had a framed A.J. Brown signed jersey. I had an A.J. Brown, AJ Brown signed helmet. Like, I had every – like, I was an A.J. Brown guy. And – we traded it. I was like, no way. And then we got Traylon Burks, and everyone's like, oh, he's the next A.J. Brown. I'm like, no, he's not. A.J. Brown is A.J. Brown. And we saw that in the Super Bowl. We saw that in the playoffs. I was heartbroken. And if we trade Derrick Henry this offseason, you can bet that I'm cutting off my Titans logo. I'm just going to take a knife and just cut around it and just throw it away. I mean, I don't know why you would trade away Derrick Henry. Because it's just one of those things that like everyone's rumoring. I'm like, if it happens, I swear to God, I'm gonna lose it. One of those that don't make sense trades. Exactly. It's just like the AJ Brown trade. I mean, it didn't make sense, but at the same, at the still same doesn't time, make still doesn't make sense. Who do you please when you do these trades? You know, like, are you pleasing the GM? You pleasing the owner? You well, pleasing the, the coaches, GM you pleasing makes the players. The, tra- the GM makes a trade, so he's pleasing him his own his own little fantasy, I guess. He's playing Madden on like rookie mode or something. You can't do that, bud. This is the NFL. Only I can do that. And I think with the Lamar thing, I'm one of those people, salary caps, let's do it. Why do we not have salary caps in football? Me too. Um, Salary cap. But on the other hand, I'm like, you make so much money, pay the players. Yeah. Give them the money. Give them the money. If, you know, if, if they're asking for $230 million, which is absolutely outrageous, then... You want to pay it? Feel free to pay it. So I I see Lamar's whole thing here. He's like Deshaun Watson got two hundred thirty mil guaranteed. Why can't I? I'm like that is like if 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 Deshaun Watson didn't get that deal, and Lamar's like I want that deal. I'm like no, you're stupid. Stop talking. Leave me alone. Okay, but at the same time, when you're a who are you kind of quarterback like Deshaun Watson? Like what have you done to earn that money? Absolutely nothing. Yeah, Fully but. Agree. You had a team that was willing to pay that, and you got it. No, no, no. I, I, I agree. Like, like, go get your bag, homie. Like, like, I'm not saying don't chase the bag. But the issue is that has now ruined the market for every other player, especially Joe, quarterbacks. If, and Joe Burrow, when he goes to the contract, he's, he's probably going to get the whole Bengals facility. He's just like, you know what? I'll take this. But my thing is, like, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson asking for a 230 mil guarantee. I'm like, that's a, that's now fair because you gave Deshaun Watson that. How many playoffs wins does Deshaun Watson have? How many how many MVPs does Deshaun Watson have? Zero. How many allegations? Probably over 20. I can't remember the exact number. A lot. And, and, and people were saying, like, Lamar can't get that because he's always hurt. I'm like, okay, yes, he is hurt. But, like, it's one of those things, like, if Deshaun doesn't get that deal – then I don't think Lamar's gonna ask for that deal, and he'll probably just take a, a, a big a big paycheck. But since Deshaun got that deal, I think that's where it kind of all stems from. He's like, that guy got that. Why can't I? And I have a better resume than that guy. Absolutely, and I think that's why it's gonna ruin the way that people are gonna be paid in yep. football, especially quarterbacks. And it's going to come down to a point where are you going to be that person 
that's going to cry and stomp your feet because you're not getting what you want, so you don't play. Sounds like Le'Veon Bell. Exactly. But then at what point are people going to give up on you? And they did. At what point are people going to be like, all right, you're going to act like that. I don't want you on my team. Let's be honest. How long has Lamar actually been hurt? Has he been able to play for a season? Has he been able to play for a season and a half? And he's not because he's not getting the contract that he wants. I, I, I think it, he, he's been hurt and he hasn't played. I think that's why. I fully believe that he was able to play this past season. I've seen the, his tweets. I've seen like the tweets from everyone else in the league. I, I, believe, I, I believe Lamar in this one. But like at the same time, it's like I kind of understand it. Because if you think about it, if he's, like, if he's fully healthy and not playing, yeah, that, that, that's, that's don't do that. That's fucked up. But if he has, like, a slight, like, if him or the doctors are, like, concerned that if he starts playing again, it could, it could really hurt him even more, then it's like, where do you do? Do you risk one season as, no, absolutely as, as not. nine and eight? You know, like, no. it's not like you're like, oh, they're a f- top five favorite to win the chip. They're top five team to go win Super Bowl. No, it, I mean, if you, if you are hurt, stay out until you're fully healthy. And that's what I think he did. I, I don't think he was ever fully healthy. Um, enough to play at the level he wanted to play at slash to be not concerned with injury and then hurting himself even more. I disagree. I think he was definitely healthy enough to play. It's fine. He didn't want to because he knew he wasn't going to get his contract from the Ravens and he's now once traded to get that contract. And where are we at now? Nowhere. You're still nowhere. So if you were a betting man, which you kind of are, where do you think Lamar goes? I mean, that's a good question. I don't know what team is willing to pay what he wants. Um, you know, I still think that the Browns did an awful job getting rid of Baker. Terrible oh, decision. That was terrible, terrible yeah. idea. He took you to the playoffs. For the first he, time ever. And you won the first game against the Steelers. Big deal for your team. And then you just, you know, throw him away. Yeah. Terrible idea. Is the Brown, the Browns think Deshaun can do it? Great, cool, pay that money. Wah, wah. I don't know what team is desperate enough to want to pay that money for Deshaun Watson at all. I don't see a team desperate. Yeah, that's fair. So, like, like I think my question is, um, where where does Lamar go? Like, like contract speak with like aside. If if he was a reasonable contract. And the Ravens just didn't want him. Where where would you think Lamar goes? I mean, I may not be the best to answer this because I don't know what teams really well, it's are not, missing it's, their quarterback. It's not really. Um, it's not really like where where do you think he goes? It's, like this is just a, a fun little. Well, where's Lamar go? You know. I mean, it, it's I'm you know I'm I'm looking at what who needs quarterbacks, right? Uh, so we yeah. had Jimmy G go to the Raiders because Derek Hart left. Yeah, who's going to the Saints? Yep. So there's two. So there's two scenes. You know, we you know Steelers just got. Their brand new rookie quarterback, KP. Yeah. Um, but Pickett's time. Yeah. Brady, you know, maybe Tampa Bay. Uh, that Baker went to Tampa, but also this. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, like since the playoff game, Baker's really not done much. So, but he's also been hurt, and then Baker being hurt, and then the Browns are like you got to play. He's like, I don't want to play. I'm hurt, and then he goes out there and stinks it up, and everyone's like, Baker sucks. I'm like we. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think a Tampa Bay would be willing to pay. So yeah, I don't think. I think 
my top three is going to be goes back to Ravens. I'm going to say the Titans because I'm going to have them. I'm a manifestus. Um, and I think I've heard Falcons, but I also heard not Falcons. So I think it's between the Titans and the um, Ravens. I think he'll stay with the Ravens. I don't think he's going to go anywhere. I like drama though, so do what you want, man. <laughs> Bring, give, me, give me some content. Here. Don't think it's, it's, it's got, he's going to stay with the Ravens. I don't think anything's going to happen. I got to tweet something. I don't think anything's going to happen. He's going to stay there, and I guess we'll see if he's going to you know cry and stomp his feet for not getting what he wants. Um, is he going to play? We'll find out. Yeah. All right. Now we're going to getting into our final segment of the day, in our WWE segment. WrestleMania is coming up. WWE and I, you, we both have talked about WrestleMania very, very a lot in the past few weeks. Very in depth. In depth, good, good conversations too. Um, I'll start off with saying I don't like a few of these matches. There's only I, really two matches that I think, three matches that really are only there to get people on the card. I, I agree. Um, there, there's a, there's a, a, I see. Let me look. I see four filler. I will call them filler. I see, I'll say three matches. I just think it's there because it's there. One match, no clue why it's there. <laughs> and I think we both know which one I'm going to be talking about. Exactly, yes. Um, and then the other ones make sense. So yeah. we'll start at the bottom. Ray versus Dom. Who, so, who wins that? Why? What do you got? All right. So this is a great storyline, I friend, will say. My friend Cody Coleman loves this storyline. It line. is a fantastic storyline. You know, I, I'm not a fan of it because I don't. I didn't really get to witness the whole Ray versus Eddie dispute over right. Dom. As a, I mean, so like not a lot of people have. Not a lot of the fans right now have. I just don't like Dom. Man. I mean, you I know, that happened in the mid-2000s, so it's not a lot of people have. Good throwback this past Raw from Dom. Dom told Ray he wished Eddie was his father. I wish that it happened a different way. I wish he would have said it to Ray's face. Wait, and Dom said that he wished Eddie was his father? Dom said he wished Eddie was his father. Now, if we okay. go back in storyline, Ray Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero had a feud, and the blow-off match was Ray versus Eddie in a ladder match for custody of Dominic. Okay, okay. Because Eddie said that Dominic was his son. It was his re- he was he was a real father. Oh, as in like I'm the baby daddy. You know the baby daddy. Yeah. So okay. it was okay. I, okay. I'm I'm Dominic's real father, and so they did the whole thing. It was a great feud. Everything was executed perfectly. R.I.P. Eddie. Right. R.I.P. Eddie. And uh, it was fantastic. So now Dom's grown up. He's here. Uh, I think the plan ever since Dom came in was to have Ray versus Dom, and that was always the big plan. One, I think Ray wanted to do it. I think Dom wanted to do it. I he- think they both really were like, yeah, I think it can be great. Dom turns on Ray. Everybody was waiting for it. We knew it was going to happen. It happened. Dom became this huge heel. He is such a big heel in the company, oh, yeah. and it's fantastic. And the way that he is channeling his Eddie Guerrero inside of him, it's one of those things like you have to know the backstory to really understand the little nuances that are happening, like him growing out his hair into a mullet. That's an Eddie Guerrero thing that he's coming back on. The uh, I'm your mommy and him calling Rhea Ripley mommy. That's because Eddie Guerrero was I'm your poppy. Oh. And so it's. So I didn't know if. Good, hey, Ray is hot. But I didn't know that was it. Or. <laughs> right. So it's, you know, the, the it's such a good storytelling, but 
for you to really understand yeah, the storytelling, yeah. you really just need to know the backstory. Not everybody. And does. I think that's where the one thing the, the, the disconnect with me was. Um, I didn't know that backstory. I just I was like, this Dom prick. I don't like him. Yeah. You can't mess with my boy Ray like that. But here's a question on the Ray and Dom: Who wins? And does Dom come out with Eddie's theme music? Oh, that is a good I was thinking, question. I was thinking that. That's a great question. Dom is going to win. I think Dom will win. However, at the same time, Ray's going to the Hall of Fame, much yep. deserving. Yeah. So is this going to be like a good, hey, Ray, you know, you're going to win. You're going to beat your son. Great redemption story. But at the same time, I can see Ray being like, no, I need to put my son over. He's doing a fantastic job as a heel. This is going to elevate him even more, going to make him a bigger heel after WrestleMania. That's fair. So I can see it going either way, but okay. my choice is going to be Dom. Okay. All right. Now we're going to go to the next one. Uh, Strowman and Ricochet versus Street Profits versus Alpha Academy versus Viking Raiders. Going to be honest, uh, I don't know who the last two are. I know who Strowman is. Is it Ricochet that guy that did the thing with Paul during... Yes, Royal Kyle? Rumble, yeah. Yeah. Um... Who wins, I guess? I really don't know much backstory, so a few of these are just going to talk about who wins. Yeah. This um, is one of those filler matches just to get people on the card, I think. Yeah. Um, there's no story. Hey, we're going to give you a WrestleMania payday. Sweet. Okay. Um, I think Street Profits are going to win because I know them the most, and I'm going to pick them. Strowman and Ricochet I'll probably go with. Um, okay. It's either them or Street Profits. They're both, both teams are pretty over. Alpha Academy. Is that with... Um... That's Otis and... Uh, um, uh, Chad Gable. Yep, that's right. Isn't that so Otis and Kurt Gable? Angle's son? No, that was Jeremy. That was uh, Jordan. <laughs> that was that was Jordan Gable. Yeah. Okay, I that was so long ago for me. I, I, Jason Jordan. There you go. That was Jason Jordan. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next, we got Morgan and Rodriguez uh, versus Natalia. Is that Natalia? Natalia. Okay. Chauncey. And make sure that's the right one. Rousey versus Baylor. Rousey, Rousey and Baylor, and then Green and Deville. 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 So Rousey and Baszler, Green Deville. Um, Again, one of those, like, let's just put these people on the card. Yep. Like, there's nothing really, there's nothing there. And I'm honestly surprised Rousey is coming to do this. But hey. she's getting her payday. And that's, that's my all, pick. That's, that's my all winner. she cares about. That's all she winner. cares about is her payday. That's my winner. I'm going to pick her because I love her so much. Please see, please marry me. <laughs> I don't know who I like, who I don't know who I like more, Ripley or Rousey? Because they're both, like, Ronda Rousey is, like, low-key, like, a, a, what do you call it? Celeb crush growing up because yeah. like she's hot and she kicked my ass, um, but Ripley did it. Rhea Ripley. I mean, Rhea Ripley could also kick your ass. I know, but like in a fake way, but not in a real way. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's like, I following her. I think I follow her Instagram, and she posted a picture of us. I was like, who is that person? I was like, oh my god, it's her. Couldn't didn't recognize her. Um, so next we'll go to Gunther versus Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre for the Intercontinental Championship. I will say that Gunther's going to lose. Okay. You know, he is now, I think, the um, he is the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion since Honky Tonk Man. Okay. And it's like 25 years. He's the longest running champion. I'm and tired of these longest running champions. Like, let's get it moving here. Keep, I, how I you doing, love it. How I you doing? It. Keep it moving. It's so good. I love it. I've been yearning for long champions for such a long time because it used to be two months. Yeah. You know, three months, sometimes two weeks. It's still a long time. And back in the day, yeah. You know, a couple of years ago, that was a long time. You know, we had CM Punk as 434 days in the early teens. Fantastic. That was great. That was pretty much the longest running since JBL and like, 
06, 07. Was that before? That was like right when John Cena came in, right? Yeah. So, I mean, John Cena really just came in. He started his championship run uh, right then. Bradshaw got his. He was champion, I think, almost. I think he did beat a year. And that was pretty long at the time. And then you have until CM Punk in the early teens get 434. And then nothing really since then until Roman Reigns started in 2020. Okay. Um, I think Gunther's going to lose. And he's not going to be pinned. And it's going to be Sheamus and McIntyre, one of them pinning the other. Okay. Who's pinning who? I don't know. Um, But the reason that Gunther's going to lose is because they're going to put him, I believe, this year in the world title scene. Okay. I like it. Um, I'm going to say Sheamus because I like Sheamus. It could be either. I I can see it going either or. If I would have to pick one, I'd say it'd be McIntyre. And another thing for this WrestleMania is I'm very excited for is two of my top three favorite wrestlers are wrestling in this WrestleMania. And we've talked about my favorite wrestlers. And two of them are wrestling here. And I'm very excited for it. So we'll start with one of my um, top three. Edge versus Finn Balor in a Hell in a Cell. If Edge does not win this, I'm going to lose it. He did, He needs to win this match. This storyline's been going on way too long, in my opinion. Um, you know, the whole reason Finn Balor came in and kicked Edge out was because we lost Randy Orton, and we don't have a big face anymore. We need somebody to be a face, and we know Edge very over. Everybody loves Edge when he's a face, so now we have to put him as a face. The good thing about it was what they finally put Balor into his storyline. Yeah. Balor's always been overlooked ever since he got injured, and it's fantastic for him. It's gone on too long. This is a great blow-off match at WrestleMania mm-hmm. in a Hell in a Cell match. Fantastic. I love it. I'm going to think Edge is going to win. Let's go with that. Um, I, think it, you know, it's, I think it would be a good win for Edge. It would be a good blow-off match to Edge to get there, to get his you know, comeuppance. Mm-hmm. But where do you go from here right. with Judgment Day? Um, I agree. Uh, next, we got... Becky Lynch, who is my favorite, uh, one of my favorite females. Uh, Lita Stratus versus Damage Control. Is Damage Control the one with, um, with um, what's her name? Bailey? Is that that? Yes. Is that the, from when we watched last WrestleMania? Yeah. So, but yeah, we did watch that when they, when, uh, no, she returned at SummerSlam. No, SummerSlam, um, that's it. Yeah, so she returned at SummerSlam with them. It was in Nashville, too. And yeah, I know. We wish we could have went. Could have went. Um, I'm going to say Lynch Lita Stratus is going to win this. Um, you know, why not? Right. You know, Becky's very over. She's always been over. She's always been a fan favorite. Or if she was a heel, very hated. Um, and who doesn't love Lita and Trish Stratus? Yep. All right, next. My, one of my favorite matches of the card, believe it or not. John Cena versus Austin Theory. I hope they shoot Austin Theory into a moon. Don't like him. But I know, yeah, obviously I know that's you the, hate him. That's the point, I guess. But the, like, I think the whole purpose of this match is for Cena to put over Austin Theory. Vince McMahon has loved Austin Theory for a while. Um, I mean, just last WrestleMania, Vince McMahon was in the corner of Austin Theory at WrestleMania last year. Against my boy Pat McAfee. Against Pat. The GOAT. Um, So, I mean, they're high on Austin Theory. He's definitely a future world champion. He has the look. He has the voice. He can definitely definitely lead the company uh, as a champion. And so I definitely think it's for Cena to put over Theory, so I'm definitely going Theory. I want John Cena one. Uh, next, um, we'll go with Rollins versus Paul. This is a good match. It's going to be a fantastic match. You can hate Logan Paul all you want. I don't. So I don't like Logan Paul. I don't like the Pauls, but I respect his wrestling. I think when when he came in, I was like, this guy can wrestle. 
I also like Prime, so go Prime. <laughs> Prime is delicious. Thank you for putting me on the Prime. Uh, Logan Paul, if you are somehow listening to this, please sponsor this with Prime. <laughs> sponsor uh, Slime and Good Times with Prime. Please. Slime uh, and Good Times with Prime. That's a catchy name, dude. It is. I'm going to say uh, Seth Rollins wins. Okay. Um, again, yeah, just like you said, Logan Paul, you can hate the man, but my God, you cannot hate what he does in the ring. He's a, sh- he's a showman. He, he came in and just showed off like nobody's business. And like he's so athletic in the ring, he's good. Yeah. He plays into his character so well. He, when I first watched him, I was like, I when I first heard, I was like, oh great, another Paul ruining something. Exactly. I thought came, the same thing. Came in, I was like, I was like, God, I hate to give any, I hate to give any Paul credit. But you have to give him credit for what he's done. To. He does so so good in the ring. I love his character work, and I think him against Rollins will be one of the top two or three matches of WrestleMania. Yeah. Because it's just going to be so good. Oh, yeah, I agree. Uh, next, don't know. I think this is the one we are talking about that I mentioned earlier. No clue why this is a match. Yep. Lesnar versus Omos. Um, I want. I like Brock. I like Cowboy Brock. I like the Brock we have now. I want him to win. I just don't really care about this match, other than it's Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I mean, this is one of those matches that you think that Lesnar is always at the, he's at the top. He gets paid. He is that person that most of us think he picks his own opponent. Kind of like John Cena. We all think John Cena gets to pick who he works with. Um, you know, back to that match. Supposedly, Cena didn't pick Theory mm. this time. And so he he did say that on record that people think that I pick my own match. And he's like, I didn't pick this. I was told to go against Theory. Here we are. Uh, but I, th- I do think that Lesnar picks his own opponent. So in my opinion, I think Lesnar chose Omos to put him over but win. So he's going to make Omos look good. But ultimately, Lesnar's going to win. Right. Um... Next is uh, one of the matches I don't agree with, but I agree with that makes sense. I think Sami Zayn should be in contention for the WWE Championship. I, I agree. I, I think I, it was a great storyline. There was not, in my opinion, not a good blow-off, but... It just sucks, because I was... That pop at... It was fantastic. I was there. You were there live. Yeah, I was there live. It was fantastic. Live inside right here. <laughs> it was fantastic to see... Crowd was so into it. It was amazing. The, it was electrifying, as people like to say. It was amazing in the crowd to hear That's and fantastic. feel to feel the energy yeah. when Zayn did that. Um, I mean, you know, this is where we're at. Zayn and Owens, I think, are going to win. I, I hope so. I think this will be the blow-off for Zayn. Um, you know, he didn't beat Roman, but he's going to beat the next best thing and win the titles. Um, Bianca Belair versus Asuka. Asuka. Is it Oscar? It's Oscar. That's oh, Asuka. That's Oscar. I apologize if you're listening to this. It's on me. <laughs> Raw Women's Champion. Um, you know, Asuka returned with her character from Japan okay. when she was in Japan. I think Asuka's going to win. If you have Asuka lose, I think it is a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she needs to go on another undefeated streak like she did when she first came into the business okay. to rebuild her brand. It's a new character. Rebuild her brand. Good to go. Belair had a run. Time to move on. Okay. For Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. I mean, Rhea Ripley has to win. I think that's obvious. I, th- I think it's very obvious Rhea Ripley has to win. However, she's so over right she's now. She's so over. People love her. People hate her. She has to win. This yeah, is her time. She's definitely. been on top as a non-champion for a while. But, you know, given the way that Charlotte Flair has been in the company, it wouldn't surprise me that they make Charlotte Flair win just yeah. because that's how... They work with Charlotte. Yep. Um, quick question about this. Is this all for both days or just one, just one day? 
No, they're going to be split up. So, okay. Yeah, so half of these are going to be on uh, tomorrow the 1st, and half of them are going to be on the 2nd. So it looks like we're not getting a title split after all. I don't think that's going to happen this for, weekend. For Roman? But I do think that it's going to happen soon. You think you think he lose both of them? I think he's going to split the titles this year back to how it used to be. Where uh, one goes Raw, one goes SmackDown? Yes. I do think that'll end Where up Where would Rhodes go? Would well, you think Rhodes is going to win it to win it and then he's going to lose it to someone at the brand? Or is he going to win it and then go to that brand? I, I don't know how they're going to split them up again. Mm-hmm. I really don't. But um, So we both agree that Roman Reigns will probably lose this at, at WrestleMania? It's very hard to guess, honestly, in my opinion. I really do think that it's hard. At the same time, we understand why Cody Rhodes will win. But at the same time, I can understand why Reigns will still win. I think it's one of those things where you put you bring back Cody Rhodes at... I mean, everyone knew he was coming back at Royal Rumble. Yes. Uh, comes in, and then he wins it. So you're like, okay. Everyone knew it was going to happen. And now you're like, he has to win. Do you think they pulled a fast one on us and just push him so hard? And it's a... I mean, the rumor is that Reigns is taking off time after Mania. To me, that rumor means nothing because you can still win, keep your championships, and peace out for three months. Yeah. But and then I, come back for SummerSlam. I miss just the working man's champion, you know what I mean? Like, would you call Roman Reigns a part-timer? Sometimes, yes. I, I wish we'd go back to the days where, like, this might be old, but, like, I played WWE as a kid, like, the game. You were defending your championships on Monday Night Raw like once a week. Every every time. You were having, you know, multiple championship matches a month. And I like that because I feel like it just, you, you could push more people and it just made more sense. I agree. Um, because I like tuning in on Monday Night Raw as a kid and you're like, you're you're 12 years old, you're like, Monday Night Raw. Like, you're excited just to watch it. And then as the main event, you get a, a, a championship match. Yeah. Regardless if they keep it on, you get that and you get like a high quality match. Yeah, I don't. That's I don't what know. I think. I think is we're missing out on nowadays. It could be. I mean, Roman's been having fantastic matches uh, with people for these titles. There's a reason they haven't combined them into one title. I think. I think their plan was to put them on Roman and then at some point, still split them back up, which yeah. is why he's always carried both. And I think that's always been the plan. They just mm-hmm. haven't figured out how to do it. Right. But I think this year it's going to happen. Could it happen with the Money in the Bank? When whoever wins that. When's Money in the Bank? Is that right? It's usually June. June. Usually June. So did we maybe, watch Money in the Bank? I don't know if we watched it uh, last year or not. Probably. Um, but, I can't remember if I was at Drill or not. I think you probably were at Drill. So I can see the Money in the Bank winner, um, then doing some storyline to where you know they can only challenge for one championship. And Sami Zayn. This, this is a long prediction. I think Sami Zayn wins it. Money in the Bank. If they put him in. Be. And it's one of those. Well, um, you know, I have two titles. I am the WWE World Heavyweight Champion, but I'm carrying two titles. You can yeah. only challenge for one. Yeah. And so that could be a spe- you know a way that they can split them. You can go so many different ways to split these titles, but I think it'll happen this year. All right. I think that's going to do it for our first day here. Uh, thanks, Jared, for coming on. It was fantastic. It. it was a great first podcast. We did a great podcast. first job. So first proud one. of you for your first episode. I appreciate it. So we will come back next week. Uh, episode two will drop on uh, potentially Friday of next week. If not, we will push um, it back to the next Friday. Uh, so just keep a look out and follow my Twitter at Slimes of Good Times. And thanks for tuning in.